0: Good morning, Lauren Fletcher here with the Covington Tipton County Chamber of Commerce. Uh, You're listening to the 12th episode of our new podcast show, The Commerce Connect. And today we have two special guests with us representing the Boys and Girls Club of the Hatchie River Region, which is still a newer, a younger organization in our community. So we have uh, the director, Mr. James Moore, and then we've got Felicia Mason, who is over the programs. And so we're glad to have the two of them here to tell us about um, all the different programs they've got. I know they have summer camp going on right now and just recently our Youth of the Year performed her speech virtually, uh, right? So, good morning and welcome. Good
1: morning. Good morning.
0: So, start off with um, telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, and are you from Covington? If not, you know, where did you grow up and what brought you to Tipton County? Okay,
2: I'm Felicia Mason. I'm originally from Drummond's, Tennessee. I currently live in Mumford now. Um, I've always had relatives in Covington, so I've kind of transpired. I was going to church in Covington, so Covington is kind of like a second home to me. Um, I live in Mumford now. I have three children: two that are in the military, one um, that is still in high school, and I've been working at the Boys and Girls Club since 2016. Now, starting out at the Boys and Girls Club, I came in trying to volunteer. I saw a post on Facebook where someone asked me, hey, would you like like this page? When I saw it, I was like, a Boys and Girls Club in Covington? No way. Covington does not have a Boys and Girls Club. Little did I know they did have a Boys and Girls Club. So I liked the page, and then I immediately uh, put in a request to volunteer. Little did I know Rebecca Ray checked the, the page often, and she recently just got right back to me. Invited
0: me in, and then there goes the story. I ended up at the Boys and Girls Club since then. Wonderful. So
1: what about you, Mr. Moore? Good morning. My my name is James Moore. I'm originally from Valdosta, Georgia. I currently reside in uh, Shelby County. I'm married. My wife uh, is an administrator with with Shelby County Schools, and I have uh, a recent college grad at Middle Tennessee State, and I have uh, college students uh, that's at Tennessee State. Uh, I'm delighted to serve as the chief executive officer for the Boys and Girls Club. I uh, have a lot of experience working in the nonprofit field. I've been with a nonprofit exec for over 20 years, uh, working with Boys and Girls Club uh, and working and changing the life of young people has been
0: very uh, instrumental for me to be able to provide leadership and support. I'm very grateful and thankful of our board uh, to bring me in and provide that leadership and to work with stakeholders in this community. Wonderful. So tell us a little about your family. So I want to hear um, yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> about your kids. I am
2: married as well. I didn't mention my husband. Sorry. Uh, but we have, <laughs> we have three children. Uh, Jalen is the oldest. He's in the National Guard, um, but he's currently here. He's, he, he works out of the Covington unit. Um, Kenesha is in the Army and she is currently in North Carolina. She'll be going to Poland soon. And then I have Kelton, yay, Kelton, Mumford Cougars, yay, who plays football for Mumford High School, and he's still debating on what he wants to do with his life after he graduates. He's kind of concerned about uh, the football season and his senior year with COVID-19 and how that looks. I never thought out here today that he says he misses school, but he misses school, Um, We are a family that enjoys time together. Um, I value reading and trivia with my children. We're very open-minded, community-oriented, faith-based oriented. We love to go to church and volunteer in the church. My kids can tell you a lot that, hey, my mom puts us up to do a lot of things. But now I find out, you know, you imagine my joy when they chose to serve our country, which they never talked about at first. So I was very excited about that.
0: Good. I know you're proud. He and, is very proud. Yeah. Tell us a little more about your family. Well, a little bit more about my family, uh, is uh, my daughters,
1: uh, I have two daughters, uh, One's 19 and I have a daughter of 23, and so my daughter, currently oldest daughter that graduates from little Tennessee State, uh, works uh, for the Shelby County Health Department, and uh, my wife, uh, you know, she has been an administrator for Shelby County Schools, Memphis City Schools for over 25 years, and so, uh, you know, having, you know, a family, uh, you know, with those values and trying to raise our daughters and, you know, just being actively engaged, uh, you know, just means the world to, you know, me and my wife.
0: Good. Good. So recently, um, I know it was been within the last year. I know that Felicia joined the Covington Rotary Club. Um, Mr. James Moore, you may have been a member for a couple years now, but you're also new officers, right? Yes. So tell us a little about that. That's been exciting.
2: Well, it started with Mr. Moore inviting me along with him as a guest. And <laughs> before I knew it, I was voluntold to it, I can say, but I actually... You know, Rotary is an organization that serves our community, and I just love, love, love Rotary, and not just because of the food at the country club, but you get to meet a diverse group of people who understand coming together to get a goal accomplished. And Mm -hmm. so um, it was no brainer to me to go ahead and join when Mr. Moore was like, okay, yes, let's go ahead and do this. I was all for it. I love Rotary.
0: And so you'll be secretary, secretary. and yes, you're in, in, incoming president, sergeant, sergeant, sergeant of arms. Yes, okay. Yes, Wonderful. Yes, so, yeah, that was exciting um, since Rotary operates on a fiscal year. So ju- that was effective July. And uh, our meetings have been interesting, though, lately. Interesting meetings. <laughs> lately. <laughs> meetings,
2: uh, we started out with Zoom meetings, and then we went from Zoom meetings to meeting in the park recently. Right. So uh, we were able to meet last week in the park, and um, it was something new. had some great conversation, um, took us back a little bit. Uh, I think it really reminds you of, hey, you, you've got these close friendships, and to value them, that y'all can come mm-hmm. together and still achieve something you know that you put your mind to like you know we still discuss what we want to do in the community Um uh, we just were randomly talking and, and showing you know people talking about concerns and like things that we could do just simply like volunteering to donate water to the local schools um for the football practices because they can't drink after each other you know these are just conversations that we had um talking to each
0: other okay so that's just one of the many ways that you're involved with the community so we'll go back to uh, the Boys and Girls Club. So tell us about summer camp and some of the programs you have going on right now. All right.
2: Summer camp has been going on since early June. Um, we had an open enrollment for about 45 children that we were allowed due to COVID-19. Um, it was a distance our most laid back summer camp ever. Um, we have kids in a room with staff, nine children to one staff ratio. Programs that we're running, we are running Summer Brain Gang, that's one of our fun ones where they learn about STEM, reading activities um, to co- help combat summer reading laws. Uh, we also uh, run Street Smart Program. I always get that one a little confused with Streets. It's another street pro- uh, program, but Street Smart Program, we run that program and that talks about combating gangs and just give, building self-esteem and building healthy relationships with your peers. We are running abstinence programs as well. That's for our teens. The parents uh, give us permission. We do have an abstinence program. We also are fortunate to be running a pilot program by former Governor Haslam. Uh, We have the Tennessee tutors coming in, college students that are working with our club members. They're working with them on programming that they lost, school program rather, that they didn't get to finish in school. So grades K through six that come there are able to get a tutor that works with them on everything that they didn't get to finish from the summer, um, from a school year program.
0: Okay. And that's because of the COVID. like co- the COVID. school got cut off. Yes. Early. The governor okay.
2: wanted to find a way to help co-
0: college students
2: as well as are you. So the college students are given a $1,000 stipend at the end of this. The kids get a pretest and a, protest, a post-test to see, uh, hey, did I gain anything from this? It's just a... It's an all-around great program. The kids have met new friends. It is awesome, you know, seeing these college students with these great ideas coming in. All of them are just about, except for two, are from Tipton County. Um, and two of them, one's going to be a pediatric uh, doctor, and one of them's going to be going into neurology. And okay. I'm from Tipton County, and we didn't realize Tipton County had all this talent right here under our nose.
0: Right. So, to identify some of the people helping with the programs, I know you have uh, some employees and volunteers, people that help make all that possible. Who all do you have helping there at the Boys and Girls Club? Well, we have
2: our staff. We have Harley Thompson, Essence mm-hmm. Adams, Gia Moore, Jalea Harris, Cameron Richard. We have Randall Gatlin. We have Jerry. Somerville, who was also our former Youth of the Year. We have um, Osher Fluker, who has been a godsend from us, from uh, Mississippi State. I mean, Ole Miss. Yes. Ole Miss. And, um, of course, myself and Mr. Moore are I'm there. Sorry. And Miss Salene Wilcox, our GM. We can't, can't leave her out. Our gym, uh, Miss Salene Wilcox, is with us. We have um, Bridget Passman from 4-H comes in, and we've been doing a program with her as well. Um, She's got a mentoring grant for us, and we've been working with that. The kids have learned how to make ice cream out of a bag, um, rock candy. They're just doing so many things with her uh, through this program, so we're very grateful for her. We partner with Tipton County Schools. They provide meals for the kids. We don't have to come out of pocket for their portion. They provide breakfast and lunch for them every day. Um, Normally, we would partner with the library during the summertime to go there, but because of COVID-19, we haven't been able to go But the children are still learning and reading and doing other great things we have volunteers and always looking for new volunteers to come in
0: yeah i know normally in the summer you take field trips and visit different places throughout the community and i guess that's probably slowed because of the virus
2: yes and that's one of the things that the kids miss the most normally Mm -hmm. we have a field trip every day one
0: group of kids in the past
2: we would have at least 100 children in one group, at, at a minimum, was going somewhere every day. Normally, it would be at least two. We uh, One of our partners is Memphis Kids in Nature. Mm-hmm. We were not able to uh, partner with them this summer, but we will continue once everything's relaxes again. So, where kids get the chance to learn how to fish, how to hike, um, and it was funny to me that Mr. Moore knew uh, Kate. From boy from Boy Scouts, you right. know, so he knew her all along. So this just made the partnership go even
0: better.
1: Right. Great. And and, and, and to kind of expounding that a little bit, partnership with the Memphis Kids of Nature is is unique. It's just is to get the kids an opportunity, you know, to explore the outdoors. And so having that partnership, you know, when we facilitate our program. Boys and Girls Club program, most facilitated in the facility.
3: And so being able to get kids, you know, out and and understanding nature, you know, Memphis Kids' nature has provided
1: that. And so to kind of piggyback what Ms. Felicia said about our summer camp program, probably one of the best programs that we run, uh, you know, throughout the years, our summer camp program. the reason being is that it allows us an opportunity not only to work with kids locally in Covington, but during our summer camp program, we also help other other youth in, in, in the Tipton County area, you know, to come in and participate in our program. One of the biggest uh, deals that we did last year is that we took our whole uh, campers to Discovery Park. Uh, we also provide opportunity where kids can do college tours workplace tours, because we have programs that call career lunch that deals with workforce development. We also have a program that deals with training our kids, understanding what are the expectations from degrees to the performance to degrees, what is expectations of, of having a plan about school? You know, is it a plan for me to go to college, or is it a plan for me to go to technical school, or is it a plan for me to work, or possibly even go to and so what we try to do with our programs every year is give kids an opportunity to be exposed, an opportunity to learn new, uh, make new friends and, and learn new ideas and, and see, you know, what, what, what kind of steps just that I'm going to need to take to formulate my plan. Boys and Girls Club as a whole want young people to be able to, to, to be a part of our program. And when they complete our program, have a plan for their future.
0: That's good. That's good. By exploring opportunities yes. and yeah. So the back to the Memphis um outdoor and nature, What's kids, it? In nature. kids kids in nature. Um, I don't know if it was that organization or one that's very similar but I remember being a, a student at UT Martin and like through the wildlife society they would promote this program on the weekends. You could sign up and help volunteer and it was it was youth groups like that and we would um, take them hiking, we would go fishing. There was one time we went met him on a farm and we planted trees and it was a lot of fun because a lot of those kids had never experienced any of those activities before the
1: program he was referring to was called the great outdoors
0: yes that's exactly what it was that's that's what it was so i guess this is similar uh to to it (laughs) but uh yeah it's a few years ago but uh that's that's good that's, um, something rewarding. So, um, uh, outside of summer camp, I mean, well, you mentioned Miss Saline. So, um, Tell us about your Youth of the Year. And I guess she was, this was her second time to compete, um, Janaya. And tell us a little bit about that experience. And uh, I know we were proud of her.
2: Janaya is just a gem. You know, um, I say she's a, a young lady before her time. <laughs> she, she is very smart, intelligent. Um, she loves to read. Anybody that loves to read is a friend of mine. So um, Janaya loves to read. She's competed for Youth of the Year two years in a row. Um, she's done excellent, excellent, excellent. We know that normally they like to give those scholarships to uh, youth that are going into college their senior year. Now, Youth of the Year is Boys and Girls Club Leadership, character and leadership program. Every year, youth from all over the state of Tennessee compete at the state level. And they name a Youth of the Year and a Military Youth of the Year. Normally, the last two years, we've only had one a club member from out of the state of tennessee to compete at the military level. So they automatically win the scholarship because there's no one to compete against them. Um after they compete, if they win, then they go on to Atlanta and hopefully to be our national youth of the year. Hopefully that's what they uh go end up doing. They're always Boys and Girls Club once a member, you're always a member. Um you get to meet these nice new people. Uh one of the perks, you know, Janea did not realize uh Mr. Randy Wilkins, uh, Mr. Moore could tell you about who his dad is because I'm not that much of a basketball yeah, person. Right. But Randy Wilkins, tell him about
1: him. Yeah, Randy Wilkins is our uh, director with the national director, of Boys and Girls Club. That's responsible for the Youth of the Year for the Boys and Girls Club, and uh, his father was is a Hall of Fame uh, NBA uh, coach, uh, Lenny Wilkins, uh, okay. who coached at uh, Seattle Supersonics, uh, coach for Atlanta Hawks, and uh, and so he's uh, been he's been part of Boys and Girls Club close to 20 years. And so he does a very, very effective job of of mobilizing, working with uh, Boys and Girls Club leadership throughout uh, the, uh, throughout the, the nation, of making sure that, you know, everybody competes uh, you know, for that Youth of the Year Award. And so one of the significant things about the Youth of the Year Award is that, you know, Boys and Girls Club program wanna give uh, young people an opportunity, a platform, you know, to, you know, have those gain, those experiences of being able to speak publicly, going around and, and picking up and, you know, and expanding their communication skills. And so what the Youth of the Year does for young people is that it gives them an opportunity, you know, to expand their communications, their skills of connecting, and you know, you know, and dealing, you know, building their social and emotional, you know, skills by you know talking to different people. And so, one of the unique things about Janelle Wilcox is that you know she's a young lady, you know, going into her. Uh, Junior year year here at Covington, and and she's one of the leaders here in our club. She's a teen in our club. She's a great student. She's a part of the band. And so uh, those are the kind of
2: students that, you know, Boys and Girls Club, you know, want to be able to work with to help develop so that they can be able to accomplish and, again, set a plan for their future. Great. One thing I love about the Boys and Girls Club for children, you get all types of children that come in. Mm -hmm. And Boys and Girls Club is the place that you can expound on who you are. If you're a shy, quiet person, that's okay. There's someone there that's going to relate to you. Um, You're going to find something to do. You're going to find an activity um, that's going to help you out to bring everything out of you. And, you know, we have so many children that come through our doors, you know, and it it can be kind of bittersweet. You know, I can see how teachers cry at the end of the year (laughs) because we have some of the sweetest kids come through. And, you know, one of the things I'm proud of, we had a new uh, club member come that's in foster care. And our young staff, we, I, I just happened to mention to them, her birthday's tomorrow, and she's never had a birthday party. And the staff went, what? You know, I come into work. All I said was cupcakes. I come into work, and there's balloons and everything set up. And the little girl was so happy. We had a, a donor that come in and just donated tons of toys. So we were able to give her some of those toys. And then she, the little girl goes, well, Kim, what about my brother? His birthday was last week, and he didn't get to celebrate. So we brought the little brother in. And to see his face, I mean, I promise you, those are the moments that I live for. To know that you're doing something positive to make a difference in a child's life and to see that our young college students think enough that, hey, we can make this happen. Take
0: a little nothing and make everything happen. It was just so beautiful. That's cool. That's really neat. So talk about a little, uh, the club's only been around for not, I mean, less than 10 years. Is that right? right. Tell us a little bit about um, the history of the club and then how many students you serve, I guess, when the school year um, is in session.
1: Okay, uh, our club was was founded uh, in uh, 2015, and so uh, it was actually when it was founded, it was you know that process was led about Dr. David Gordon and uh, a lot of our stakeholders here in the community. And so uh, uh, when that happened, uh, you know uh, that was the, when the club was finally founded, founded here through
3: the National Office of Boys and Girls Club since 2015. Four. I'm sorry, 2014. Since 2014, um, there has never been another club that's been brought online with the, within Boys and Girls Club, and a lot of the expansion with Boys and Girls Club throughout the nation have been on Indian reservations. And so, uh, uh, Dr. Gord started that process a long time ago. Uh, you know, I've been told that going back to 2008,
1: 2010, and so uh, he really worked with our local stakeholders here to really make that happen for young people here in this community. And so uh, uh, we're. We're very thankful and grateful that, you know, that the him and the community came together to give young people an opportunity to come into a positive place, to interact, you know, with uh, positive adult role models. And so uh, when the club
3: was first founded, uh, that person uh, that was uh, uh, CEO of the club was uh, Dr. Tracy Johnson, and she done, she did an awesome job of working with, with the staff and working with the community. And, and the most important thing that she did was building the trust with the families. And so we wouldn't be able to serve the kids today without the Boys and Girls Club staff and the board really going out and building that trust and building the relationship, you know, with families so that the kids can be comfortable enough coming to the club. And so the first couple of years, you know, the average daily attendance of the club was anywhere between 55 to 60 kids. And so, uh, you know, that's a testament where kids, you know, actually come to the club, you know, you know, the Boys and Girls Club board went out and got a band. So we were able to go out and pick kids up at local schools, all the elementary schools in Covington, uh, CIAA, Crestview Elementary, Crestview Middle, as well as Covington High School. And so we pick kids up to go come to the club. And so now our
1: daily attendance rate is anywhere between 85 to 100 kids. And that's it. Again, that's a thanks to our community stakeholders and county exec huffman working with our board working with uh, tipton county schools where we're partnering with uh delta human resource agency to be able to you know use with transport, you know help to help us out with transportation so that we can pick up more kids by doing that it increased our numbers to enable us to serve more kids so that's why our numbers have increased and so we've been increased uh by stakeholders working with the club and so our board uh uh, to kind of tell you about our board uh, has been very very uh, supportive our board has provided a lot of leadership in terms of what we've been able to do Uh, last year uh, we were able to build out three new classrooms Uh, uh, paul rhodes uh, one of our board members you know working you know with our local government city of covington we were able to you know uh, get uh, funds uh, from the u.s uh agriculture department and other government funds to assist us to be able to 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 have more capacity inside the club. And so with having more capacity, we've been able to serve more kids. And so one of the reasons that when the club was first uh, uh, founded, uh, especially during our summer camp program, having over a hundred kids involved in our summer program, um, you know, we wanted to have an opportunity where kids can get out the building. And so uh, I can say that Boys and Girls Club, of what we have here in this community. It's all about the community and our board working together to make sure that we're able to keep the doors open.
0: Wonderful. So uh, tell us about some of the other events. I know normally you have a steak and burger dinner in the fall, and tell us about some of the events you have each year that um, either help get supplies. I know you have something in, around Christmas and just give us a highlight of those. And then uh, you can kind of finish with any needs you have sure. where All people right. could help, whether it's through volunteer or donating things. We
2: have um, our back to school supply drive. Normally every year we have one uh, right before the kids go back to school and we provide each of our club members. Normally we try to each aim for 100 backpacks filled with school supplies. That's the crayons, markers, uh, X, you know, the normal things that the schools ask for of the kids, we try to fill those backpacks of notebook paper, um, we do that during um, August normally. Of course, we're a little bit, we're waiting on what's going to go on with the schools due to COVID-19. We um we also have, like you said, our steak and burger dinner. That comes up in October of each year. Now that Mr. Moore expound on that a little bit more later on. Christmas is a fun time for us. Um during the school year because we always take donations and each of our club members usually receives anywhere between one to three gifts. And this is all donated to us by anonymous donors. Um, most people don't even like to be recognized. In case most people don't know, that's how we we are open. And Mr. Ward can get more to that, uh, the grants and how we we stay open, but we really rely on donations from those of our community and our board members that keep us going, you know, keep our doors open.
1: And so, kind of piggyback what Ms. Felicia was talking about, and with that is that one of the things that uh, is abundantly clear is that you know our clients and the young people we work with, you know, many of them, uh, you know, ninety-eight percent of them receive free and reduced lunch. Uh, many of them come from single family households, and so there's always a need. So, what the club has always done is provided financial assistance, provided community resources for families, uh, whether that's you know, you know, you know, getting uh, school supplies for them, whether that's getting personal
3: hygiene items for them, and anything that they need. And so with our uh, deal that we do every year of, of giving out toys for our club members, you know, like Ms. Felicia said, you know, the club have, have created a, a great prosperity of being able to, you know, put a smile on families and, and young people's faces you know, during the Christmas time because we've had anonymous people and and board members and other businesses come out and support our efforts of making sure that our
1: kids are able to have the things that they need, you know, to, you know, uh, during the holiday season. And so uh, the last couple of years, you know, we've been able to partner with community organizations, you know, to be able to get one of new winter jackets and new coats uh, for young people. And so those things uh, that that's provided, you know, uh, you know, is that you know we have a particular need, and so the community has responded by helping us to address those needs. And so uh with this COVID crisis coming, you know uh, uh, it's going to be some challenges. You know not only for our organization, for a lot of organizations. Traditionally, you know we've had our, our, our major fundraiser has been our state and burger. And so for the last several years, you know, it is, it is, it, is, it has been a event that has been very successful, event. and the reason it's been successful because our board has been able to not only integrate themselves but also get other community stakeholders engaged in that process and so uh, uh, we got some challenges ahead of us but i'm very very confident of the leadership that we have in place on our board that we're going to be able to overcome
0: and work with our stakeholders to make sure we're able to keep our doors open so thank you. Um, do you have any other summarizing thoughts or anything else you want to, like if someone wants to get involved, you mentioned uh, around Christmas, you take donations, you're waiting to see about the back to school drive. But if there's any immediate needs or things that people can kind of be looking for um, to, to help, uh, how may they do that? And then direct them to your resources. I know you have an active Facebook page, but maybe your website and phone number if they want to, to pursue those opportunities. Yeah.
2: Facebook page is Boys and Girls Club of the Hatch River Region. You can also call 901-476-0180. And if you want to get involved, you can get involved by coming to pick up an application to be a mentor or volunteer. Um, If you want to say, hey, I want to go higher than that, you want to become a board member, you can reach out to Ms. Moore or our board president, Ms. Morgan DeBonzo, or one of our other board members. I won't name all of them, but you can reach out to them. Ms. Moore may want to name a few um, you can come in. You know, we we don't we're not a place that just takes, you know, you know, you're thinking, OK, I'm going to go just drop some stuff off. But we try to get needs of the kids, you know, things that they may need school supplies. Um, we're getting ready to start back up for school year program. We're going to need tons of germ and and uh, PPE. We'll need all of those things.
0: So like disinfect cleaning supplies, disinfecting things. Lights all
2: white, or look like. That's liquid gold right now, folks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also, too, Laura, I just want to so reiterate and state too, the club is a community
1: organization. So our doors are always open for the community. What are some of our pressing needs outside of supplies? We need mentors, okay? We need tutors, okay? We have, we, we're looking for volunteers, you know, who are positive role models. Obviously, anybody who come in and volunteer without an organization because of this child safety and the safety of our, of our clients, uh, you have to do a background check. But what, one of the needs that we want to do a better job on every year is that we want to get more people inside the building. So that people can see that you know our staff and our staff and our board have been great stewards in providing you know putting kids in a safe place where they can come in and develop themselves, and so in order for us to continue to do that. We're going to need the help and the support of the community. and So our number one partner that, that has been very instrumental, Ms. Alicia touched on it early, has been Tilton County Schools. You know, with COVID coming in and with, you know, we don't know how the outlook is going to be with COVID, with kids going at different times. And so, you know, we want to play a significant role in making sure
3: that we're in a position to help fill the gaps, and so if kids are going to school one day and at home the next day, we know we want to be there to help out so that they can continue
1: getting the learning that they need.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you uh, for for sharing uh, all of this information about the Boys and Girls Club. We, I really enjoyed it; learned something new, always do. And uh, there you have it, folks. So, Boys and Girls Club the Hatchie River Region. You've just got some great information about the club and how you would get involved and serve. Um, thank you, Felicia and James. Um, we appreciate it.